From Seoul, Korea, KBS World Radio News Today starts right now. On today's broadcast, stocks crash in the wake of the sudden bankruptcy of Silicon Valley Bank in the U.S. President Yoon Sung-yeol calls for a review of the planned revision of the 52-hour workweek system amid public concern over longer workweeks. And North Korea fires two short-range ballistic missiles two days after launching cruise missiles from a submarine. This is KBS World Radio News. I'm Tom McCarthy. The benchmark Korea Composite Stock Price Index plunged more than 2.5% on Tuesday amid the fallout from the collapse of Silicon Valley Bank in the U.S. last Friday. The Cosby lost 61.63 points to end the day at 2,348.97 points. The index started off at 2,390.36, some 20 points lower than the previous day's close, but the loss widened as the day progressed. The tech-heavy Kosdaq also dropped, shedding 30.84 points, or 3.91%, to close at 758.05. Fears of more bank busts following the collapse of crypto-focused Signature Bank in New York on Sunday are believed to have dealt a blow to investor sentiment. The markets were also rattled by anticipation of the U.S. Consumer Inflation Report for February to be released later on Tuesday, Korea time. If the index is higher than market estimates, the U.S. central bank could further raise interest rates despite instability in the financial market. Finance Minister Chu Gyeong-ho said on Tuesday that it is too early to predict the repercussions of the sudden bankruptcy of Silicon Valley Bank that made it the second largest bank in U.S. history to fail. The minister made the remarks during an economy and finance meeting in Seoul, saying that the government will be on high alert and closely watch the situation. Minister Chu assessed that the collapse of SVB is a case of emerging financial instability in vulnerable sectors as the U.S. Federal Reserve's aggressive credit tightening continues to respond to high inflation. The minister assessed that the domestic financial market remains stable and the bankruptcy seems to have had a limited impact on the local market. The minister observed that the fundamentals of domestic financial institutions are robust enough to withstand temporary shocks, as they have strong liquidity and their asset and debt structures are different from those of SVB. Public concern over longer work weeks has prompted President Yoon Sung-yeol to call for a review of the planned revision of the existing 52-hour workweek system. According to Kim Eun-hae, the senior presidential secretary for public relations on Tuesday, Yoon asked the labor ministry to mitigate concerns by taking into account the opinions of workers, especially young people, during the advanced legislation notice period. Last week, the ministry announced an overhaul to reform the current system that will allow employees to calculate hours not only on a weekly basis, but also on a monthly, quarterly, and yearly basis, with 11 consecutive hours of mandatory rest between shifts. Amid public backlash, the presidential office acknowledged that there was a lack of communication with the public prior to the announcement, stressing that revisions are aimed at providing more flexibility in working hours for laborers. An official from the top office told KBS that the president is understood to have asked for improved communication with the public and the consideration of supplementary measures. The police have raided three locations linked to a construction workers' union under one of the major umbrella groups over allegations of coercion in hiring and on-site demands for money and valuables. 
The Seoul Metropolitan Police Agency on Tuesday searched the northern capital area headquarters of the union under the Korean Confederation of Trade Unions in Seoul's Mapo district as well as the homes of two officials. The police are looking into whether officials at the union's regional headquarters were also involved in the alleged illegalities. Earlier, investigators raided the union's office representing southwestern Seoul and sought arrest warrants for three executive-level officials working on site. The three officials are suspected of blackmail and coercion in violation of the law on punishment of violent acts. The Seoul Central District Court is set to decide on the warrants later on Tuesday. The Joint Chiefs of Staff says North Korea fired two short-range ballistic missiles toward the East Sea on Tuesday. The JCS said on Tuesday that it detected the launch from the Jongyun area in South Huanghei Province between 7.41 a.m. and 7.51 a.m. It is believed that the regime has never before fired ballistic missiles from Jongyun. The missiles flew about 620 kilometers, putting the entire Korean peninsula in range, as well as Jeju Island in the south and the Dokdo Islets to the east. The JCS said that the military has strengthened surveillance and vigilance in preparation for additional launches, maintaining a full readiness posture in close cooperation with the U.S. The latest ballistic missile firing comes two days after launching what the North claimed were two strategic cruise missiles from a submarine on Sunday, ahead of Seoul and Washington's Freedom Shield joint military exercises that kicked off on Monday for an 11-day run. President Yoon Suk-yeol will visit Japan this Thursday and Friday for a summit with Japanese Prime Minister Fumio Kishida and meetings with politicians, business figures, and university students. Announcing the itinerary on Tuesday, National Security Advisor Kim Sung-han said that the resumption of summits between the leaders of the two nations after 12 years marks an important milestone in the improvement of bilateral relations. On the first day of the visit, Yoon will attend a luncheon with Korean residents of Japan, followed by the summit and dinner with Kishida. The two leaders are expected to discuss the implementation of Seoul's wartime force labor compensation plan, Japan's trade curbs, and deepening economic cooperation. Restoring the Intelligence Sharing General Security of Military Information Agreement, or GSOMIA, is also expected to be addressed. On the second day, Yoon will meet with Japanese lawmakers, hold a roundtable meeting with business officials from both countries, and give a lecture to university students before heading home late Friday. President Yoon Suk-yeol sent a message congratulating Chinese President Xi Jinping on his third consecutive term in office, according to a government source on Monday. China's state-run CCTV reported that in the message, Yoon recalled their first summit meeting on the sidelines of last year's Group of 20 Leaders Forum, where they had a beneficial conversation on the development of bilateral ties. He also expressed hope to further deepen two-way exchanges and cooperation through continued close communication. Prices of entertainment and cultural services jumped by the highest margin in 14 years last month in the wake of increases in post-pandemic travel and the use of over-the-top services. According to Statistics Korea on Tuesday, the Entertainment and Culture Price Index rose 4.3% from a year earlier to 105.86 in February, the largest on-year increase since jumping 4.6% in December 2008. The post-pandemic resumption of group tours led the price increases, with the cost of overseas group travel surging 13.3% last month, while the domestic group travel rates rose 4.1%. 
Fees to access online content on OTT platforms such as Netflix, Watcha, and Wave, as well as game portals, increased 3.1% from a year earlier. The second installment of South Korean Netflix revenge thriller series The Glory topped a global chart just three days after its release last Friday. According to streaming analytics website Flix Patrol on Tuesday, The Glory ranked number one in Netflix's global popularity chart for TV shows as of Monday. The eight-episode release topped the charts in 38 countries and regions, including South Korea, Japan, Turkey, Brazil, and Saudi Arabia. It ranked second in 21 countries and regions, such as France, Switzerland, and Greece, and third in 13 countries and regions, including the United States, Britain, and Germany. The Glory, starring Song Hye-kyo, is a revenge thriller about Dong-un, a victim of school violence who ruthlessly extracts revenge against her bullies some 20 years later. And that's the news from KBS World Radio's News Center in Seoul. I'm Tom McCarthy.